you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with the Nugget Podcast. Uh, we certainly appreciate you tuning in. Be sure you give us a like, subscribe to us on youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss. If you have that bell notification button, if you haven't banged that thing, you definitely want to go over there. It will complete you in ways that you never knew that you needed to be completed. You just touch that button and a special feeling will wash over you and uh, you'll realize you need to go pay your bills or something. I don't know what, what something will happen, but I don't know what, but it's different for everyone, but push the button anyway. I mean, it's like one of those buttons, like you never know what happens. You could be murdering somebody on the other side of the planet, or you could just be subscribing to a really great podcast. Either way, Sounds like something that needs to be done. Go over to YouTube, check it out. Go to goodreads.com for just Chris Voss. That was dark. Uh, and uh, subscribe to us over there. You can see everything we're reading and everything we're uh, reviewing in the book world. Go to uh, Instagram.com for just Chris Voss, or, or you can go to the Chris Voss Show. Uh, we do a lot of broadcasting, live video, and different things over there. And of course, post the podcast as well. You can go to Facebook.com for just the Chris Voss Show and also. Uh, on LinkedIn, there's all sorts of groups and accounts over there. You can go check those out as well. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some good friends that I met on LinkedIn and the new Clubhouse app. You've probably heard us talking about it. We just had the uh, podcast magazine uh, editor on, the CEO, and we were talking about Clubhouse and some of the different features there. They should see that in the preceding podcast. So if you missed that, uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, Clubhouse just is really turning into a place to meet people, get to know people, network and everything else. And a wonderful serendipity where you meet incredible people like the two folks we have on now. Uh, let's introduce them. Uh, we have Kate Hancock and Daniel Robbins. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Chris, for inviting us. Thank you. We're honored to have you. And Daniel. Yeah, thank you, Chris. This is amazing. I've I've been following you, listening to your show for a long time, so I'm honored. I'm glad to have you, and I'm glad to have a listener. I think you're the the only two. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, there, <laughs> there might be four. Um, <laughs> so uh, give us your guys' plugs. Tell us where you guys uh, what you guys do and how you do it. Hi, yeah. So my name is Kate Hancock. I, I started my business actually with twenty dollars uh, through e-commerce. I scale it to a million after a year and fifteen million after four years. Well, exited that. I I am also a founder of a hotel brand in Asia. I really run it remotely, start from scratch, roll and my team built it and well that shut down right now for a year shocking and i am also a founder of an award-winning spa in orange county that shut down again right for a year so chris i've been pivoting that's why my handle name in clubhouse is the pivot queen and so now we're pivoting to creating unique spaces through airbnb and that's doing really well and we launch our beauty mastermind we help beauty business owner to scale their business nice and then you have a podcast too yes why did i forget that i i host a podcast <laughs> titled 
inspired by her. And my why is to inspire a hundred million entrepreneurs in the world. There you go. Inspired by her with Kate Hancock podcast there. You can find it, I'm sure, on the interwebs. Do you want to give it .com for that so people can look that up? Yeah, it's if you go to katehancock.com, you'll get a link and subscribe to my podcast. There you guys go. Uh, Daniel, tell us about yourself and your links. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much everything. That was the combination of the two of us. So she said it best. But yeah, um, something that we're working on, like she said, is the IBH media, where we do uh, different types of media like podcasts. We have awards going on and we have other digital assets. But yeah, just check out khancock.com and you can get all the links. There you go, guys. There you go. So we met on, uh, well, we met, on, I think, originally on LinkedIn. And then I was on Clubhouse at the same time you reached out to me and stuff. And uh, you guys have had an interesting adventure of serendipity and interesting things happen on Clubhouse. So have I. Uh, let's start out with your take on Clubhouse. How would you describe it? Because there's a lot of people who still don't know what it is. How would you describe Clubhouse? I'll let whoever wants to go first uh, take a swing at that one. Yes, yeah, so Clubhouse, it's kind of, it's a niche social app that mimics, it is like a podcast less radio, it's slash mastermind, live mastermind for free, like, it's crazy for you not to join. Mm-hmm. I think I've grown so much the last 30 days, I've been in Clubhouse, so it's, it's people share stories, business strategies, you know, you can have rich conversations, some crazy conversation, depending on which room. Rooms are not created equal. So you really have to curate it yourself. You're responsible for your own learning. That's true. Or just goofing off like we do in our room of zillionaires. We we do a lot of parody and stupid things. And sometimes you just talk about nothing. It's kind of like the uh, Seinfeld show. <laughs> How would you describe it, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like you said, it, it depends on what room you're in, depends on who you're around. But I like to tell people, if you took 2 million people, I think that's how many users they have, and you put them on an island, and you just watched from afar how their society would form, that's Clubhouse. There you go. I just like the fact that it doesn't turn into Lord of Flies and everyone kills each other. That was always that was a bad movie of people being stuck on an island. That's true. <laughs> Not yet. We'll see. Hopefully that won't There's happen. There's still yet. time, though. Yeah, right. Uh <laughs> Uh, but no, it's it's an interesting community, and it's interesting how it is taking care of itself. People are being res- very respectful. I was talking with that with uh, the podcast editor, um, uh, podcast magazine editor Steve um, Sivo. I'll I'll just say because I can't remember his last name, but uh, I was talking with him, and I said, you know, it's really great how it polices itself. You go over to Twitter. And Twitter has just become uh, synonymous with a cesspool of hate and racism and and just just toxic vitriol trolls. It's just I had one guy write me one time and he said he said you know uh, he he said something just hateful and stupid which uh, I just went duh dude like why why are you bothering like what is this your thing and he goes this is what you do on Twitter you write hateful troll stuff and I'm like no that's not. It's not actually what Twitter was created for, man. You guys have bastardized the element of what Twitter really should be. Um, but, I mean, there you go. And so I'm really happy with Clubhouse. And uh, I talked with uh, in our prior podcast about some of the episodes we had. But you guys had some unique experience, too. What are some of the serendipitous moments you've experienced on the app? Yeah, you know, Chris, it's crazy. When I Before I started, actually, I have a, a very close friend that she's telling me, don't join the clubhouse because it has a negative press, right? But the curious me, like, 
my eyes like like it is new so I got to be in there right being an early adapter I'm glad that I'm I'm so open-minded so I I actually started what December 12 and in the beginning I would just create the room I don't know what the heck I was in a rapper room so I was like there was a wave of society coming in right it was like the tech and then there is the rapper room and then the marketer the wave of marketer that's when I joined so but in the beginning I was like man I, I feel out of place it's like the rapper room like I, well I can jam but it's not really my jam right and so um finally I, I I get into one of the room the power circle and I know him spec he's one of the club grader and so I was a little bit getting a little bit of experience what clubhouse is all about and then December 25 Christmas day it was a boring, I said, Dan, we don't have family. What are we going to do? Let's open a clubhouse, a room. Man, Chris, that turned into a 20 days, 24 hours marathon. It took a hit. That is crazy. What was the room about? Well, I'm really passionate about business. So my room room title is what it takes to run a million dollar biz. And there's so many like dollar sign and made sure it was seven figure. So we talk about how to run a million dollar business and Grant Cardone was there. He made a deal live, a movie deal live in my room. Oh, wow. So that was made in your room. Yes, it is. Talking about that. Yes, it was in our room. And my God, the rest is history. I mean, a lot of people like (laughs) you and Ty Lopez and, Damon John was said, Kate, I like your room. And Grand Cardone was to say, Hey, how are you crazy pivot girl? Like he knows. I mean, I don't I've heard of Grand Cardone, but I never get a chance to talk to him. But in a clubhouse, it is really a frictionless way of knowing people. People are so open. Yeah. I've seen, I don't know if it was your room, but I saw Gail in one room. I saw there was like three I think it was one that where they had three mayors talking, the Miami mayor, I think, and the Texas mayor, or maybe it was uh, Texas and uh, maybe it was Texas, Miami and San Francisco mayors. And they were talking and it was kind of interesting, the conversation, because the part of it was, hey, you're stealing all of our tech people and moving them to where you guys are at. Um, but this is really interesting. So it ran for 24 or 20 days, 24, seven, seven days a week. Yes. Dan. That's so crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So like she was saying, we didn't really find the business entrepreneur community, right? There wasn't really any rooms doing this when we got there. So we said, let's start this one as, you know, hundred people came in in an hour. Then a few hours later, there was 200 people, then a few hundred more people. And we're just blown away. Like, why are these people coming in this room, listening to us on Christmas day? So some amazing people came in that helped us moderate and behind the scenes, we connected with them and said, Hey, let's keep this going. So we started a chat. We created standard operating procedures, forms. You know what happens when you get some business people together, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that really happened with collaboration, Chris. Um, Literally launching that room, it's like launching a brand new product line. So um, our topic is all about what it takes to run a million dollar business. So we're very picky about who really will get or give advice, you, you need to have at least a million dollar company because you have no business of advising people. You have not really run a million dollar revenue company. 
right? Mm-hmm. So we have we have forms, we have SOP. I've all the super team behind the scene. I mean, my hands were so tight. I'm typing because <laughs> I have to coach the moderator. Okay, there's dead silence. Do this. this is the format like that's all I've been doing? I didn't get a chance to talk. I was behind the scene running the whole thing. So it literally is live south by southwest. And for you to run a successful room, it takes a lot of effort to run it. Yeah, you got to produce it almost just like you would produce a podcast. Yeah, and this is like last minute. We're, I'm creating SOP as we were happening because <laughs> we have a thousand people in there and it just went crazy in a good way. But we have structured, we have a good moderator to run it. And sometimes you get tired and needs energy. You're drinking. I literally finished the whole coffee from Costco <laughs> because I need that for 24 hours. Now, did you what what back channel did you guys use? Some people use Instagram groups, some people are using Slack. I use Facebook group. Ah, Facebook group. Facebook. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. we were we were chatting behind the scene. And so it's crazy because a lot of people that you're seeing right now with a huge following in Clubhouse actually started in our room. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm happy for them. So when you guys did the 20 days straight, and and for people that don't know what a room is, a room is kind of like an event hall, uh, like if you would go to South by or CES, and there's like a panel that sits on the stage or the dais, and then they talk to the audience, and and sometimes they interact with the audience depending upon the room and how it's set up. Uh, Did you guys stay up 24-7? Do you guys take turns doing it? or? Yeah, we took turns. So we have people from the U.K., running it from their time and then we have some from germany people and australian people like we have to do so we have a whole sheets of schedule who's doing this in its google docs so it it is really fun (laughs) because someone told me okay the longest room in clubhouse is 12 days is like oh let's beat it let's make it 13 days so i was up for challenge and i would never be number two it has to be number one that's what happened (laughs) no that was so much fun and i I met a lot of people like you and really build a lot of um friendship and maybe future partnerships so it's it's been really wonderful i mean i'm super humbled by the experience there's a lot of work i have to say though yeah yeah, it sounds like it, the production of it. Yeah, I've done a little bit of it, but we've never really gotten that serious. I like have one collaborator, professional comedian that we collaborate when we do the zillionaire thing. The rest of it, I just kind of do coffee and networking with Chris Voss and we hang out. But what's always interesting about it is the 24, like you say, the nature of it. Because like, you know, last night, last night things kind of slowed down. I think about 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. And then all of a sudden the Australians and the British start showing up. And then if I do the coffee in the mornings, the Chris Voss show, uh, it's usually the British people about four or five. And then it's about 6 a.m. People start showing up from the U.S. And you just you're just going around the globe with uh, circling it. Yeah, I think the amazing thing that we're going to start seeing now that uh, I believe is last week, they mentioned how many people from Europe joined. And there was a ton of people from Europe. I think what we're going to see is as these these phases of different parts of the world come in. But the fact that you're going to be able to connect with people that you would have never been able to connect with from all around the world. I mean, it's opening up so many different things in terms of like business partnerships, like he was saying, information sharing, relationships. I mean, I can't wait for a year from now when the whole world can get into this app. And I mean, I don't think we've ever going to see anything like this uh, in our lifetimes around the ability to connect with people from everywhere. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I hope they keep this as a standalone. If they sell it out, it's going to die. Uh, that's what happened to LinkedIn. LinkedIn was ruined by Microsoft. Um, MySpace, the same thing. Google Plus has never been able to get anything off the ground. The closest they got was Google Plus, and they ruined it. It's just when they're owned by big companies, like no one just gives a shit as much as an entrepreneur. And uh, and it seems like too, there's kind of an indication of when you get bought out, they're like, ah, they're over the hill. You know what's next. Um, but, uh, I love it. Uh, one of the things that's interesting too, is, is these, you know, I've, I've run rooms where I just fall asleep and it's really wild because me and like my professional friend, Dwayne Jackson will get up and uh, he's a professional comedian. Uh, I'm just, uh, some amateur halfwit and uh, he, we get up and we kind of do like a little bit for, I don't know, a few minutes or something. And the room just takes it and just like, it's kind of like being a comedian where you stand on stage for five minutes and then all of a sudden the audience is like, yeah, we're going to take all your material. And we're just going to sit here and joke about it for the next 12 hours. And you're just like, what the hell? And there's been times where both of us, we just, we, we were laying in our bed and we had it playing there and, you know, we chime in every now and then. But uh, I think the one room I had for the zillionaires went to like 8 a.m. in the morning before they finally all bugged out and going and did something else and of course i got to sleep so it was it wasn't going anywhere but it's crazy it's it crazy. crazy well i'm gonna share this story i mean when grant cardon was there he was giving away 10 grand and people were offering money to people and someone even um someone even gave a an electric scooter to someone that that i mean she doesn't have a car she needs to go to work uh-huh. So people were donating money, but then people were messaging us. But then all of a sudden, we don't want it to be a room because people want need money. Right? You know I mean, and we yeah. want to change because I built that really good culture. Our, our goal is to really help entrepreneurs that are stuck right now, don't know what's their next move. So I, I want to keep it that way. But people were so generous, and a lot of things happened in that room. I mean, like I said, movie deal and and. It's what are all things happen in that room, Dan? It was fascinating to me. One of the proponents of social media was the recession of 2008 and depression. Basically, it was it was borderline depression, and people out of work. I was out of work. I my companies had fallen to the uh, depression. I started a lot of different little projects to try and you know make money, and like nothing would click. And uh, that's where Twitter came out of it. And I found going on Twitter, I could get traffic to my websites just by advertising. I'm like, this is pretty cool, you know. And suddenly I've got, you know, thousands and thousands of visitors just tweeting the button. I'm like, I just hit this tweet button and and, and yeah. visitors come to the site. And so it was quite extraordinary. And so a lot of that stuff grew out of that because people were out of work and they were looking for money and trying to figure out knew what they're going to do. So it opened up this whole new thing. And Clubhouse probably is that perfect moment. I mean, we've kind of been living with the uh, Zoom lifestyle. But, you know, the thing is, a lot of people don't like being on video. Um, sometimes you, you know, you don't mind interacting, but you really don't want to be sitting there. You've seen all the jokes about where people make a model themselves sitting there. They make a facade or, or, you know, there's other people who get caught doing bad things on video that they shouldn't. And they're lost out of their news job. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, the great thing about this is you don't have to have your makeup on like I do. You know, I don't have to put all my makeup on to make me look good. Uh, do my hair. You can just sit and listen. And the other thing I love about it too, and we talked about this in the prior show with the podcast magazine CEO, is you, 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 people don't judge you by your looks. They judge you by the value of what you deliver in, in, in the information that you share. And yeah. so they don't look at you and go, 
oh, you're not pretty or you've got a radio face like me um, or make judgments about anything really about your looks. They, they might judge your avatar maybe a little bit, but that doesn't still really tell you who a person is. Uh, and, uh, but, and so it really comes down to that core information that you give people. And I think that's really important as well. Yeah, and I think uh, that sense of community and a sense of voice is truly what we're missing right now, especially in lockdown. But what I love about Clubhouse is if you're really smart and you know what you're doing, you have so much value to to share, that's when you shine, right? You can't fake things. Like, it's it's it's... you can't script things. Like, people are asking you a question and you can tell who's really the real player and who's just playing it off and so this is a time where the instagram influencer they can't talk because they have i mean i'm not trying to downplay it but i love how people that has done great things can shine and that's what i love about especially in the in the business category from what i'm seeing you you just can't fake things yeah and not to knock people that are pretty and better looking to be but but they certainly excel on like youtube and instagram and tiktok like I have trouble making progress on TikTok unless I do something political, but I can't appear on screen. Uh, and, uh, you know, Instagram, I, I can get the podcast going over there. People kind of check it out, but you know, I mean, they're going to the pretty girls and the boobs and everything else, but on clubhouse, I can really stand out because I've got a lot of business experience and share stuff. I'm kind of funny. People laugh so I can do stupid stuff like the zillionaire thing. Um, there's been a lot of serendipitous moments that I've seen on it. One was, just the other day, it was my birthday, and I was sitting in a room with strangers, kind of hosting a network. Introduce yourself, tell us who you are, and, and uh, it's been kind of really cool. One of my friends uh, who likes having more people on his podcast than I do, um, he has a wider range of people he likes to have on. Um, he's picked up like five or six guests yeah. just being in my rooms, like, and people don't know. They just come, they introduce themselves, and I go, "Hey, let's see what sort of serendipity happens." And all of a sudden, they're on his podcast. And they're like, "Wow, man, I got a podcast in your room." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool." And that's that's how serendipity works. But I was in a room with strangers, and one of my friends comes in, and he goes, "Hey, did you guys know it's Chris Voss's birthday today?" And I'm like, "Oh man, come on!" And uh, they're like, "Oh no." And uh, he goes, uh, we should all sing happy birthday to Chris. And, I, you know, I'm one of those guys who gets hundreds of birthday things between LinkedIn, Facebook, and everything else. So my wonderful friends. But, you know, they, they write you a little note, and this, maybe they send you a little cute uh, little gif or something. And, and, it's, and it's wonderful. But to have a room of strangers that don't know me, just care enough to sing happy birthday it was really touching like brought a tear i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah i have to share this one lady i'm not going to mention her name but she said thank you for inviting me and thank thank you for making me mc in your room and you know i just want to let you know in real life i don't want to be seen because i'm awkward i'm so tall but thank you for giving me a platform to speak and i was like man you don't know you know, what your people are giving. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, I think for me, it's so beautiful. It, that sense of community and really people are so embracing and open. Um, I hope it, it stays that way. I really do. I really, I'm hoping it's that way that like people are so generous of their time. I'm praying that it's not going to be a quarter bigger and then it's just going to be not fun. And as it is now. Yeah. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah, Kate actually did a room for me on my birthday because that was oh, uh, the 24th. So, yeah, similar birthdays. Happy and birthday. Everyone, happy birthday to you too, man. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on there next time and see you, and I'm going to sing happy birthday. But um, You don't have to do that. It's over. I'm 53, dude. I'm trying to bury all the birthdays. Hide <laughs> the birthday. So, yeah, so people <laughs> pop in, and they would pop in and say happy birthday. And we just we just met these people recently, like you're saying. They're, I mean, a lot of them are strangers. Some of them, you know, we've gotten to know over the last few weeks. But you just really feel like you really know these people. It's crazy how... I almost know these people more than I know friends we've had for five years, 10 years. Cause you're willing, like you said, I think the audio and non-video gives you the opportunity to share. People cry every day in the room because of the vulnerabilities that they share and things. I don't think they're telling their best friends. Right. But because wow. of that audio, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. They're, they're just so vulnerable and willing to share. And, and there's just so many kind people uh, you know, not everyone is a saint, right? Not everyone is great. That's just life. But the majority of people, if you surround yourself with great people, because you're great, you're going to find them here. And I think uh, I was telling everybody, if it's your birthday, let's do a, a birthday room. And let's, you know, let's do that for everybody. Because it's to your point, it's a really cool feeling, right? Like, that's yeah. pretty- well, I think, Dan, I think what works is we're really clear with our purpose. And we built that culture in our room, that it's a safe space for everyone because you can't do it in other rooms i mean mm-hmm. people will throw stone at you if, you if you share your stories you know so like so i'm glad that we were able to do that and open that platform to everyone so we're trying to be the dni warrior the diversity and inclusion i mean i want everyone to open up and get a chance to talk so yeah i had someone uh in one of the rooms uh she kind of started breaking down she was talking about her problems with their business and uh, everyone leaped in to help. And uh, I had a networking connection that was kind of in the same vein that she was in another city that would probably work together with her. And so I was able to put that together. Um, one thing that was interesting is we had a whole flash mob, like a room uh, from like 200 people. Just they decided to flash mob several rooms. It was late at night. We were just bored sitting around doing absolutely nothing. And they raged in the room filled it up. They all changed their avatar to, I think it was banana milk. And uh, they were just funny as hell. They gave us a wrap and we went from just kind of sitting around going, well, it's it just a few of us sitting here at the, it was like midnight, you know, and all of a sudden they came in. Uh, suddenly I had like a hundred to 200 more followers on clubhouse. I had like uh, uh, maybe a hundred more Instagram followers and they were messaging me on Instagram. They're like, Hey, thanks for being cool and all that stuff. And it was really fun. And then they went and flash mobbed another group. <laughs> and I don't think the other group liked that as much. I think Grant Cardone and people were in there and they're like, this is a serious group, but you know, this is what I saw a lot with the early days of Twitter. And that's that's really what excites me about Clubhouse is is this this fresh sort of experimenting where people are trying everything. They're kicking all the tires. They're trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, that that that's what really uh, that's what really excites me about the app. Yeah, it's super, super exciting. I, I wish they would open it up, you know, as a user for um, if they go in public, if we could invest in it, that would be amazing. That would. <laughs> right. That would yeah it's, it's a, a lot of deals are happening behind the scene which is amazing fascinating to me and when it comes to generosity I, we have this lady and she said i couldn't afford to pay my commercial lease this month the, the landlord was really ready to kick her out and people actually donated for her i, I know everyone Holy crap. Sarah, so her name is sarah 
so I she was grateful in her room I was like who like you never I mean there's so many amazing soul in in this world and that's really inspiring any other stories you want to share Daniel yeah no I mean it's there's so many stories but I think I think there's still some misconceptions around because of what the media is portraying, you know, every day there's either a positive or a negative article. And I think that's everything in life, right? Is uh, it is what you make it. So find your tribe and then, you know, stick to those people. And I mean, definitely follow the Chris Voss. I mean, Chris Voss shows (laughs) everywhere. Chris Voss goes. I I love the, uh, your icon in there, but, uh, but yeah, it is what you make it. And and I think you can, you can make it something amazing. Plus when is the next time you're going to get in the ground floor of any social media app like you said if you got in on twitter in the beginning the business and the relationships that you can build it's a it's rarely happens so uh yeah i mean get in there and what's funny is now that you mention it i still have like so many of the friends from those early days twitter back then just had a skeleton crew of people ev jack and biz were a bunch of fucking idiots i mean twitter's the clown car that crashed into success they didn't know what they had. People like me shaped it. People like developers shaped it. We showed them how to do it. Uh, they didn't want to do retweets. They didn't want to do hashtags. Uh, they want to do their own way. And then they fought amongst each other. Uh, it literally is the clown car that crashed into success. And uh, so there was a lot of us that were kind of bound together that were doing like qu- Twitter customer service. And we we're helping people that would get suspended because they're, their code was so jacked up. It was constantly suspending or crashing, you know, fail well, you know, two or three times a day. It was a nightmare. And so we were helping people and then teaching people how to use Twitter and, and basically that community that was doing that. And I still have those friends to this day, like, uh, you know, and what's funny is they were some of the people who jumped on clubhouse too immediately. And I'm like, Oh, that's my old friend from like 12, 13 years ago. Or how long it is now. That's amazing. Uh- yeah. Now this is, I'm even super excited <laughs> about yeah. it. Like I said, it's cool to be part of the beta um, stage because you're really helping shape the future of an app. And so that's like, that got me addicted every day because it, it's changing now. Like the last few days, like it's changing. It's and like, you, you can't keep up, right? But seeing that transition of a different wave and different experience, it's fascinating to me as a, as a person. Most definitely. Well, as we go out, guys, anything you, more you want to throw out or, or just give me your plugs and we'll take it out? Yeah, absolutely. If you're here in Clubhouse, you can join our club, What It Takes to Run a Million Dollar Business. Our goal is to reach 100K members this year. There you go. I'm goal. I'm about goal, Chris. That's why we made it 20 days straight. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with me is I want to get it done in 90 days instead of 12 months. So, (laughs) Uh, Club Pod just hit 20, 21,000, they said. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a a member in his. He's awesome, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, the potential is there, especially the growth rate of the app. Hopefully, they'll get on Android soon. I can't stand iPhone, but um, yeah. And I, you know, there's so many different ways people are using it. That's what I love is it's like a grand experiment right now. Uh, You know, Twitter really clamped down when Twitter came down to the developers and said, no, we don't want you guys to experiment with anything anymore. We're going to do it our way. And thankfully, you showed us a way to do it, but now we're going to muscle on. 
that's when Twitter really lost its creative edge and lost its element. I mean, you should have owned messaging um, and, and so many different other aspects. It should have owned live video, like Periscope and stuff. It just fumbled the ball in so many ways with poor management. And hopefully these guys don't make that mistake. I Hopefully they don't exit and sell it to somebody. Um, they should keep it as a standalone, in my opinion. And they should also let the community help decide what it's going to be. I mean, I'm sure they're going to put fucking ads on it. They put ads on everything. That's that's the way of the business model. But, you know, you see people using uh, pay apps and different ways to pay people for different things. And and the, the community is just loving it. And I think, I think they just, as long as they keep that good ear to the ground and go, let's let the community develop this and, and see what works, uh, it should be pretty good. Yeah, I think the... At one point, the owner of the app stopped by our room. To see did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. For maybe a few minutes. Yes, because it was it was crazy. That's when people were giving away money. And then they do a, a weekly thing where they talk to the community and listen. Yeah, yeah I think the I think that's why we're going to see it might be a little bit different than other social media platforms. Plus, they have plus they have a lot that they can go off of, right? Um, they can see, like you're saying, what what mistakes did Twitter make? And But they genuinely, I heard in the beginning, it was just them in a room, and they talked to every single person that came in for days upon days. Wow. Plus the VC, I mean, they're backed by a, a huge VC firm that doesn't look like they have any, you know, any time of, of selling out, and they just made another injection of money. So I think you're, this this could be, you know, rivaling Facebook and, and other companies. I think it's a Twitter killer. That's what I think. But Twitter killers, Twitter was dead before Donald Trump's presidency. And now that he's gone, likely it will die off again. Um, and and I, I think, you know, I'd rather talk to people than type stuff, uh, type out like code. Give us your guys' plugs, your dot coms as we go out. And so people can check you guys out on the interwebs. Ten, go ahead. Yeah, just check out khancock.com. Uh, and then you can get all, all our links right there. We also have a challenge. If you are in the, uh, in the aesthetic world, aestheticchallenge.com. But uh, yeah, go to khancock.com, send us a message, and join our club. And plug that podcast one more time. I'm a big podcast plugger. Yes, it's inspired by her. So uh, we're in iTunes and Spotify, and look us up. Thank you. It's been wonderful to have you both on. Thanks for very much for coming by. Thank you Thanks, so Chris. for having us. This is so much fun. I look forward to the fact that hopefully 13 years from now, we'll all be best friends. And we'll be like, remember that one time we'll be sitting on an old, uh, 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 you know, porch in a rocking chair. going, you remember that one time that we started that? <laughs> yeah, well, let's, I remember like what, December 23rd, their evaluation for Clubhouse at 1 billion. So let's see what's going to be next. Yeah. Hopefully they share the wealth. They won't, but you know, yeah. it's a nice dream. It was nice. Thank you so much. All Thanks, right. Chris. Thank you very much. Thanks to my audience for tuning in. Go to youtube.com to see the video version of this at youtube.com forward slash Chris Foss. Go to goodreads.com forward slash Chris Foss. Go to facebook.com, the Chris Foss show. And uh, you can also join various groups on facebook.com and linkedin.com as well. And go to instagram.com forward slash Chris Foss, the Chris Foss show. Thanks to my audience for tuning in. Be sure to wear your mask and stay safe. We'll see you next time.